It is uh, Mosley and Simcox. It's a Friday, frozen Fridays here in Central Texas from the uh, Alan Samuels Studios. And, Stephen, as you as you made your way in today, I know yesterday you kind of had to slip on home to McGregor. Are, are the... Uh, are our uh, highway folks? Are they doing a nice job? You getting? Are they? Did you see what you needed to see out there? I know I'm, I'm. Uh, I I just kind of stay in the confines of my own home studio and try not to venture out. Did you? Uh, did you feel like your road was was in pretty good shape today? Would you like to? Would you like to uh, compliment TexDOT or whoever handles that? Yeah, I would. Yeah, TexDOT, uh, City Waco, City McGregor, whoever it is that's kind of in charge of that. Uh, yeah. I felt like they did a good job of, I mean, there's still ice on the road, but it's pretty clearly marked and there's places to drive. And, you know, if you drive slow, it seems like it's pretty manageable. Um, a number of people out on the roads today, and thankfully I didn't see, um, I know there's still things going on, but I didn't see any accidents on the way in. So, I know everybody's been working uh, around the clock over the past 24 hours to make sure that we can get out and about as much as uh, as much as possible. Make make sure the broadcasters can get to their posts. That's right, essential personnel, Matt. We just we've never really been taken off that uh, that pedestal. Essential personnel the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, and Stephen. I also want to tell you, essential personnel also will report Monday, which is a national holiday for most everyone. <laughs> I kind of feel like maybe maybe we'll, we'll still be counted upon uh, to do some radio on Monday. I haven't heard otherwise, Stephen, but I'm sure there are folks right as we speak that are kind of talking through those, working through those issues. So pleased to have everyone with us today. And um, it's fun to have Kim Mulkey on yesterday. She doesn't do a lot of those one-on-ones. Uh, so we're always pleased when she comes on with us. And uh, Stephen, other than my one faux pas toward the end of the interview, I thought it went really, really well. And uh, excited about that Sunday matchup, 4 o'clock, the KEOW game. There will be a lot of uh, pink uh, in terms of uh, what people are wearing to honor uh, breast cancer awareness. And uh, every everything that goes along with that, and um, that was kind of sad, wasn't it, Stephen? When you uh, when Kim started naming sort of ever all the coaches that we've lost, man, you did Pat Summit to Alzheimer's and and uh, and Kay Yao to cancer, and I mean, my gosh, she started naming off quite a few there, and it just really I got sad thinking about it, but uh, still some uh, unbelievable coaches around, and we honor their legacy. And uh, that'll be Stephen. That's the makings. I didn't ask, uh, you know, I didn't ask Kim about it because she doesn't really love that rivalry talk. But this is a, this is an opportunity, another another opportunity to to hook uh, hook up with uh, Vic. What's our guy's name, Stephen? And in, in University of Texas, Vic Schaefer. Does that sound right to you? Vic Schaefer. The, That's right. Uh, yeah, University Old, of Texas, former Mississippi coach. State coach. Yep. Yeah, I think we had the University of Texas AD on to talk about that and talk about trying to keep up with the Joneses, and he didn't really appreciate that line of questioning. He didn't like the thought that uh, they they made a firing to try to um, keep up with the Baylor program. And Kim doesn't really love that uh, that either. I I mean that that previous coach, uh, oh, Stephen, you remember her? Was it Karen Austin? Karen Aston. Aston. Oh, you always had to correct me, Karen Aston. Had a really good run there, but could never get past the Lady Bears. 
and we'll get to see that matchup on Sunday and the continuing, Stephen, the rise of young Sarah Andrews. See how Dee Dee responds from uh, getting out of concussion protocol. Hopefully she'll be good to go. And uh, Moon Urson. So, Stephen, I, I, that was, uh, I tried to pay Kim a compliment saying, does Moon remind you of yourself? And Kim elected to go with the fact that Moon is a different caliber of athlete than what, uh, that what Kim was. Uh, I remember Kim being a really good athlete back in the day, but, uh, but anyway, Moon Urson is a extremely reliable guard, can rebound, can do it all. Now, at 120 today, kind of a fun deal we have planned for you. John Jacus, fascinating guy, fascinating guy, um, has uh, been on the bench for the Bears, uh, has been back since 2018, and uh, had been, went left us to go to Gonzaga, and boy, they made it to the Final Four one of those years, and then I believe he would have Right around, he came back right after the Bears ran up against the uh, Zags in the NCAA tournament, oh, two or three years ago. And uh, and I think that was maybe right when uh, Coach Jacobs was coming back to us. But anyway, John Jacobs, Baylor assistant basketball coach, one of the assistants, we, of course we have Jerome on quite a bit, will join us. And that'll be fun, a little John Jacobs talk for you. Stephen, I don't know if you've taken a peek at his resume. The man, the man loves a good foreign country, likes to get out there, likes to get overseas, and so I, uh, I'm anxious to kind of visit with him a little bit about that. He, he went to a college in in, uh, uh, in an international type school in Chicago, and then he started to ply his trade in uh, places across the world. And uh, Stephen, he's a little bit. Uh, I hate to say this, man, because you and I are well traveled. But he You more than me. Has, <laughs> but yes, so we, he, we've traveled. He's been a bit. to he's been to more places than us. Oh, let's put man. it that way. That's impressive that he's been to more places than you. because uh, you you're pretty well traveled. Well, John Jacobs has been all over the world and uh, a lot of that was with uh, Team USA hoops and, and uh I we I gotta get some of those quite I mean, I think two thousand fifteen he was coaching team USA. Now, I think he would have been probably with that under twenty-one team they usually have, or under twenty team. But we'll get the we'll get the details on that. I kind of like to delve into some of those things. John Jake is going to join us at uh, twenty after the hour. One twenty, Stephen. Twenty after the hour. That's how we say it in radio business. Um, the big news today, Stephen. This was swirling on our group text. Stephen, you love our group text, don't you? The uh, station group text. Still a little bit hurt that they haven't included Stretch on that. Feel like Glenn Stretch Smith needs to be on a group text. But Stephen, you think you think maybe Stretch would get frustrated with a group text? I think I he would try to him. call all of us or like <laughs> group FaceTime or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he would love it. I don't think he would love the group text. So maybe it's best. But I've always thought it was. Uh, and, uh, again, it was uh, Garrett's decision to leave Stretch off of that. I'm kidding. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think Garrett decided that. Uh, I just wanted to get Stretch mad at him. But we'll have some uh, – we'll, I mean, that, that's, that's really good. It's been going back and forth today because, Stephen, the news comes down that J.J. Watt 
And Stephen, do you have this potted up? Can we let our people hear from JJ, or do we need to do that later in the program today? I, I uh, like no, we that. can do that right now. Okay, I like that little deal that he did. The JJ, what? If you get up early and in the eight o'clock hour, that's not early for some people. It's early for me. But if you get up early, you get to hear things like this. And JJ Watt had something to say to the city of Houston. And it's just a, it's a tough moment for Texans fans, for JJ Watt fans. The guy has been an incredible member of the community. But at eight o'clock this morning, here's what JJ Watt had to say to his fans and the citizens of Houston. I wanted to do this on video uh, as opposed to putting out a statement or doing a press conference or anything like that, because I want you guys to hear it directly from me. I want to speak directly to you and the city of Houston um, so you can hear the words straight from my mouth. Um, I have sat down with the McNair family and I have asked them for my release and we have mutually agreed to part ways at this time. Uh, I came here 10 years ago as a kid from Wisconsin who'd never really been to Texas before. And now I can't imagine my life without Texas in it. Um, the way that you guys have treated me, besides draft night, I mean, you guys booed me on draft night, but uh, every day after that, you treated me like family. And I truly feel like you're my family. Um, since that day, I have tried to do everything in my power to work and earn your respect and try and make you proud on and off the field. Um, you guys have given me everything and more, and I can only hope that you feel like I've given you everything I have. Um, the city of Houston has been unbelievable to me. It's where I met my wife. Um, it's where I've met lifelong friends and my teammates. Um, I've had incredible coaches and training staff and equipment staff and cafeteria workers and the weight room staff and uh, the front office people and people on the streets, people in restaurants and grocery stores and showing up in my house. Um, the connection is special and I will never ever take that for granted because I know how rare it is. Um, I'm excited and looking forward to a new opportunity and I've been working extremely hard. Um, but at the same time, it is, it is always tough to move on. And, uh, I just want you guys to know that I love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate the McNair family for giving me, uh, drafting me and giving me my first opportunity in the NFL. Thank you, Houston. I love you. Wow. Wow. Man, right there at the end, things got real. Thank you. Thank you, Houston. I love you. I mean, Stephen, that sounds like the one of the end of our shows, sort of the awkward goodbyes that we, we like to make on a day-to-day -day basis. Thank you. Houston, I love you. And uh, and I got to wonder what our people on the CNC Collision text line are thinking today. 254-662-1660. Whether you are a Cowboys fan or a Texans fan, if you're just a fan of football, you have an appreciation for what J.J. Watt has done when he's been healthy. He's been unbelievable. Steven, I would say he's probably been the MVP of the uh, league the defensive MVP, at least twice that I can think of. It's amazing. He's had an amazing run in Houston. He's a dominant, dominant football player. I don't know how much he still has left, but, man, everybody. Demarcus Lawrence was reaching out to him. There seems to be some thought out there that Buffalo could be a good fit. In fact, the former GM 
Good friend of our show, Brian Gain, former GM of Houston, is now the runs the personnel department there with the Buffalo Bills. So that could uh, that could possibly be a fit for JJ Watt. Let's also remember, of course, that he's from the Wisconsin. He's from that area. Uh, so the Packers. You got to think about that. You got to think about the. Um, uh, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, where his brother is. There's always uh, some things you could think along those lines. But J.J. Watt, no longer a Houston Texan. I would have to say, Stephen, in the gray, the, uh, the less than proud history of that franchise, that uh, when you talk about the iconic players, the greatest players in the history of the Houston Texans, on, D, on offense, you have to go with uh, Andre Johnson, the wide receiver, D'Amico Rines, was a really good linebacker, I remember back in the day, that people loved. But, uh, Stephen, in the history of the organization, I would have to say that Deshaun Watson has certainly become perhaps the most iconic offensive player. I would have to say J.J. Watt will go down as the greatest defensive player in the history of the Houston Texans. And so uh, it's with great... Uh, Sadness in my heart, Stephen. We say goodbye to the J.J. Watt era in Houston, Texas. Definitely the face of that franchise for a long time. You know, had some injury issues, but that was really the only thing that held him back was multiple-time Defensive Player of the Year uh, award winner and fit in with that organization, that franchise so well. It's just really weird to see him moving on. Um, Houston appears to be in a complete rebuild, and now I guess we just see what they end up deciding to do with Deshaun Watson um, because he is kind of the last piece of the puzzle that, that's still left there now. Oh, man, it is. Uh, Steve, what's that song? It's so hard to say goodbye. What is is that? Uh, was that Boys to Men? It's Boys to Men, that? yeah. It's yesterday. Mm. Mm. We almost need some of that as we, as we, as we, I mean, maybe later in the program. Uh, what did you call that, Stephen? Yesterday? It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Stephen, can you do that high part when they go they go up and get it? But that's what we're doing. We're saying goodbye to uh, to JJ uh, Watt. If you want to say goodbye in your own way, if you've got uh, something nice or even something, uh, I don't know. I can't believe anybody would say something not nice. Now I think people would say things not nice about uh, about. Cal, Stephen, who is this? The uh, Cal McNair, the owner of the Texans. I believe people have turned on him for good reason. And Jack Easterby, the uh, one of the most powerful chaplains in the history of the NFL. Oh, man. We get ready to say goodbye to J.J. Watt. The life and times, the error he had. The sacks, the tackles for loss. We are at a loss today as we begin to think about an NFL and a post in a, a post Houston Texans period of time with no JJ Watt. And as our people line up and sign the uh, well, the proverbial uh, guest book that we have, which is also known as the CNC Collision Text Line, 254-662-1660. They say goodbye in their own way to a man who not only uh, helped the community, brought it back on its feet after the McNairs and the despicable chaplain 
took it to its knees, and now J.J. Watt is slipping out the back door, but he goes with a hearty wave and a hello to everybody there in Houston. Stephen, perhaps after we talk to John Jacobs, Baylor's, uh, Baylor's uh, uh, boy, really, really fine assistant basketball coach, we'll go back and, uh, and, and hear from our people on uh, on J.J. Watt is his time in Houston comes to an end. Now we get ready to talk to Baylor assistant head, well, no, Baylor assistant coach John Jacobs. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Make sure you have the heavy coat today. It will be mostly cloudy and cold. Highs top out at 34 degrees with wind chills for most of the day in the low to mid-20s. Cloudy skies tonight with some freezing drizzle possible overnight. We drop to 27. And cloudy skies tomorrow with patchy areas of freezing drizzle and a high of 33. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Time to rep your Rangers loudly and proudly with some fresh fan gear. Grab the redesigned Ranger script home white jerseys. Go retro with the powder blue. Or snag the newly designed red TX cap. These looks and a lot more are waiting for you at the new and improved Grand Slam Team Store inside Globe Life Field. We are open all week long and ready for you. Find us inside the TXU Energy North Entry or shop from your couch on MLBshop.com. All right, February is Heart Health Month, and American Heart Association recommends adults consume at least two servings of fatty fish each week containing omega-3s to help improve heart health. Now, I use this and uh, have uh, felt really, really good during this pandemic using this. If you're not getting enough fatty fish in your diet, add Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 to your daily supplement regimen. Cooper Complete supplements are backed by Cooper Clinic physician and founder, Dr. Kenneth Cooper, who recommends vitamins and supplements to improve the quality and quantity of his patients' lives. Okay, here's the deal. 10% off your purchase of Advanced Omega-3, plus get free shipping with any purchase of $60 or more. Use the coupon code on coopercomplete.com. Here's the coupon code. A lot of my friends are using this, and a lot of our listeners are using this. In fact, Terry Tacker, Stephen, has uh, used this, and really the Tacker family, uh, in addition to all the walking they do around Waco, feeling better than ever. The coupon code is BAYLOR10, okay? It's B-A-Y-L-O-R, of course, and then just a one and a zero, BAYLOR10, and you can take advantage of those great savings. Support your heart health with Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Facebook. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Houston, Texas have released star defensive end J.J. Watt granting his request. Watt was drafted by the Texans in 2011 with the number 11 pick and became the face of the franchise, winning three NFL Defensive Player of the Year awards from 2012 to 2015. Last night in the Big 12, Kansas beat Iowa State 97-64. Number 7 Lady Bears will host Texas at the Farrell Center on Sunday. Tip is at 4 o'clock. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The start time for Saturday's Mary Harden Baylor men's and women's basketball doubleheader against East Texas Baptist at UMHB have been moved up one hour to help with travel concerns. The women's game is now scheduled to start at noon with the men's game to follow at 2. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Major coach Jacobs, John Jacobs. I'm real excited about this, Stephen. He's not going to let us down. I know it'll it'll figure out a way. We'll figure out a way. I've even got other coaches, Stephen. We've got other coaches trying to track him down. <laughs> oh, man. This is the appointed time, 120 today, when we were going to talk to, uh, boy, the great John Shakus. And, uh, oh, well, he's saying, now he's saying um, uh, he's waiting on us to call. Stephen, I do you? Do you have a number for uh, Coach Jacobs? 
I don't. I'll, know. Uh, I'll just start dialing numbers. No, just text. Um, text, text David. Uh, let's see. Maybe I missed it something. Uh, let's see here. Well, let's let's go. We we're having people trying to help us all. I tell you what, Stephen. What is? Um, I'll text. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to text another coach. We'll do this right on the air. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll, I'll send gonna, it to I'm, you right now. No, I'm I'm going to text that number. And I'm going to say, uh, tell him to call this. Okay. I had been uh, texting our, our man all morning to kind of touch base with him, but have not heard back from him. All right. Um, okay, good. Good. Jerome's helping us out. The great associate <laughs> head coach, Jerome Slash Tang. SID, Jerome Tang. <laughs> he said, I guess Jake is ready to do the interview, but he's waiting for us to call. We don't. I don't think we have a Jacus number, but uh, anyway, now Jerome's going to send that number over to him, Stephen, so he can call us. But John Jacus is who's probably listening to us right now is a um, extremely accomplished coach. He's coached to international ball. He's been all over. I'm. I'm. I'm really. I love that, Stephen. Do you remember those two players from Gonzaga? I want to find out if he had anything to do with recruiting them. Uh, one of them, I believe, is playing for the for Washington now, the Wizards. That's Hamachura, uh, a player I really like, Rui Hamachura, who beat Baylor in that second round of the tournament the other day. And the other one is, and I get this guy mixed up with a guy from Virginia. Steven, do you remember there's a Brandon, somebody from Gonzaga? Oh, good, good, okay. He heard me filling time. Um but uh, it is time. John Jacus uh, joining us on our guest line. Uh, Coach Jacus, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Good to have you, sir. Yeah, thanks, Matt. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. And, uh, boy, we, uh, a lot of folks brag on you. I got to see you for the first time uh, or hear from you at one of those, uh, you know, kind of uh, – Oh, where y'all go around and talk to different alums across the country, uh, and and you, the assistant coaches, got up there, and what a group it is. I mean, coach, y'all have a uh, it's it's just a really uh, a fun group of coaches, and uh, I've gotten to know Jerome over the years. I I would say that it's about the best fit for Baylor's mission and what Baylor's trying to do than anything, because coach. What, the one of the first things y'all did when you got up on the stage that night was talk about your faith and talk about what that means to you. And Coach Jacobs, I know uh, for you personally, your testimony and your faith is uh, is line one. And I would assume that's part of the reason you wanted to to come back to to Baylor for that second run. Yeah, I think um, incredibly blessed from top to bottom. Um, everybody that I work with has a heart for their faith and faith in Christ. Uh, what Coach Tang and Coach Drew have built over the last 18 years. And to be in a situation where you get to be part of a top-five program for the last, I think, 25 weeks and have your faith be at the center of it, I, I don't know that there's any other school that you can do that at this level besides Baylor. So the fact that the door would be open for me to work in that environment in that way, to have this level of success on the floor but have more success off the floor because – the way that we're allowed to include our faith, everything that we do, is a real blessing, and it is definitely one of the reasons my wife and I uh, decided to come back. Scott does a great job. 
John Jakus, uh, Baylor men's assistant basketball coach. Walk me through. You've kind of got a fascinating story. Before you ended up at Baylor and, and then Gonzaga, you did some international coaching. How did you go from a, uh, an international school that you attended in Chicago to becoming a head coach? And uh, at one point, I think you were the assistant GM or maybe the GM as well for a professional team overseas. What was it that uh, drew you overseas? And 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 I would um, I would assume you still have a lot of contacts. Uh, uh, John, it, it oversees that when you do your recruiting now. But what? Give us a little bit of background on how you ended up uh, uh, doing some coaching overseas. Yeah, my first job out of college was to be a high school coach and uh, a youth pastor at the same time. And then I did that in Ohio. And Athletes in Action is a missions organization out of Ohio. And uh, a bunch of the guys in the basketball department for AIA uh, went to the same church as my wife and I. And they asked me to coach one of their trips, and I started coaching internationally for them as a volunteer at low college level. Then I went on staff full-time. I started coaching Division One and professional and uh, tours for them. And then eventually my wife and I ended up overseas, and those relationships turned into a head coaching job. And uh, just like Baylor, Athletes in Action provides a chance to combine both your faith and basketball at a high level, and I was able to do that. Um, that with them. Uh, we have three kids. Our second son, his name is Cal. He was diagnosed with autism. And the transition from coaching professionally overseas to Baylor the first time was really to bring him to Baylor for a couple years and, and help him with his process. And then after those two years, uh, I ended up taking Zaga for three. And then when Paul Mills went to Oral Roberts, uh, I was able to come back to Baylor full time. And uh, we're, we're lucky to be here. But that stint overseas, not just as a coach, but as a person, I think that time probably defines me, my career in coaching as much as any time that I've had. And uh, it does help us now, and I'm super thankful for it. And just as we recruit internationally, the relationships that I built over there uh, are still in my life, and I'm thankful for them. All right. By the way, I saw the other night a kid y'all recruiting out of Richardson High School who you can't talk about publicly, but I was putting my <laughs> no, scouting. I, can't. <laughs> I, 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 I put my scouting eyes on him, by the way, and I've never seen a kid. Uh, I've never seen a kid walk in a gym and try to dunk that much. It was pretty. It was one of the most <laughs> re- remarkable. He was trying to posterize everybody in the gym, and I, I bet I counted about eleven or twelve. And and uh, talking about Kaysen Wallace, and again, you can't talk about him, but I can, and uh, it is remarkable. Now, you can talk about that class, John, that you had a big hand in bringing in, and we've had the coach from that Sunrise Christian Academy out in Wichita, Kansas. That group is already signed, sealed, and delivered. And, John, y'all staff is known for developing talent, being an incredible developers of talent. Guys will even sit out, but this is a scary thing. Y'all have put together uh, what was at one point called maybe the number one class in the country. I think I've seen it anywhere from one to five. Um, what can you tell us about this group you have coming in in 2021? And even and you you know the young man I'm talking about from Sunrise who uh, uh, mm-hmm. we talked to his head coach is a lockdown defender, long, lean, you know, six seven six. I mean, this is a pretty exciting group of young men you're bringing in. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what they're ranked nationally. I think they're still top five, but in our heart, they're number one. 
And the reason they're number one is because of the relationships we have with the three of them. And I don't know, just like you said, our staff is built for Baylor, maybe as, as much as any staff you've met. Uh, I think these three are built for Baylor in the same way. And uh, we feel incredibly blessed just because when you combine their God-given ability with their athletic ability, with their openness to faith, and who they are as people, I, I think that they're just a home run for what we're trying to do. And Kendall Brown is the player. He's a top 15 player in the country. He's the one who plays at Sunrise for Coach Luke, and Coach Luke is a wonderful guy. And uh, Kendall will come in and have a chance to make a difference. He's an NBA athlete, uh, for sure, for sure a high-level defender, switch one to five, can guard everybody on the floor, elite in transition, and uh, we believe long-term uh, the sky is the limit for him. The same thing for Langston Love, who plays at Mount Verdon, Florida. And then the same thing for Jeremy Sohan, who's playing overseas in Germany at home. We think they're all top 30 kids and will make a huge difference in their time here. But they're better people than they are players. And because of that, I think that they're going to step right in and, and be able to make a difference, hopefully, uh, early on. What What is it? Sohan's, uh, you just mentioned him, and obviously talking to John Jacobs, Baylor men's assistant coach, having played some overseas, I'm sure that gives you such a wide, I, I would imagine that helps your basketball education when you've uh, had some of that international competition. In particular, what, what does he bring? Is he kind of a, uh, anytime we hear international basketball, we think of like a Brady Heslip uh, who, would, who could dial it up from downtown back in the day. Uh, but Sohan, what, 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 tell us a little bit more about his skill set. Yeah, he's a six eight four man. He was the MVP of the FIBA U16 tournament, so uh, the best player in Europe for the last uh, major tournament he played in. Right now he's 17. He just got called up to play with the Polish national team, so he's actually going to skip the U18 level going straight to play with the men. Uh, I, I think he, just like Kendall, and Langston, they fit modern basketball. It's the ability to play positionless basketball. So at 6'8", I think the European style helps him with the dribble and pass portion. And then just as he gets older and matures, the shooting will come along. But he definitely understands spacing, uh, simple concepts that you would get in a European high school environment. Uh, he's, he's mastered. And then just as they played their last big tournament overseas, he was one of the top five players in that tournament. Um, and we think he's projected to be a great player. But the, the basketball IQ that he's gotten from playing in England and Poland and Germany, and then he spent last year uh, playing high school in the States, he just got a real, really strong understanding of how to play basketball both overseas and, and in the States, and we're excited about that IQ. What is it like, uh, John, to – I mean, it's got to be kind of a unique feeling for you to be at Baylor. Having already been at Baylor, watch Baylor turn into this monster that it's become, sitting number two behind only one school, the school where you kind of cut your teeth and went after your GA experience at Baylor. Um, actually, it was more than a GA. You were doing some director of op stuff for Baylor, I know. And then you went to Gonzaga and had that run with Mark Feud. You, you have a unique – uh, viewpoint and vantage point for these two programs. What what do they have similar? I mean, I would think the development of players is similar because you're not always trying to get a lot of one and done players at either university. And what what's what are the biggest differences that you've seen from having uh, now worked in both programs? 
Well, I think the number one similarity is both schools find a head coach that's incredibly loyal and in a college basketball environment where sometimes both players and coaches used to choose to rent their environments until they can get to the next step or transfer or get their next head coaching job. He's got two guys in Mark and Scott that have decided to make their universities their home and not just make them their home, but serve them, love them and uh, grow them. And when it's time to move on, they just choose to not do that. And so you have, ex-players, current players, future players. The cool thing about both Baylor and Gonzaga is when you're done or when you get here, if you're recruited here, you know who your head coach is going to be. And I'm not sure that there's 20 guys in the country right now in, in the sense where they're at the level that Mark and Scott both are. As a CEO of running a, you know, a multi-million dollar college basketball organization, but also a top five coach in the country, and both have neither have chosen to leave. So you're getting this elite program builder to stay put. And when you do that and you combine that with a staff that loves to stay instead of constantly cycling through and players that are happy to be there and don't transfer and choose player development over a quick fix, then you've got a recipe for some success. I mean, player development, both programs are known for that, but I don't, think that anybody's good at player development if the player leaves you got to get guys that love the school enough to stay three years four years sometimes even five years and, and choose to redshirt and so the fact that both staffs have a leader like mark and scott and players that choose to stay it's almost the opposite of the, the way the rest of the country works and it just it sets up where you can build a program not a team but a program and uh, I would say that both Baylor and Gonzaga right now are two of the best programs in the country. And uh, just the combination of wonderful kids and a, and a consistent head coach is pretty special. All right. And talking to John Jacobs, Baylor men's assistant coach. By the way, I should ask, John, I should ask this first. Are you feeling okay? And, I mean, ever, y'all have had to uh, push pause. I know this has been a strange time. Just want to make sure, are you personally uh, doing okay And, and uh, during this uh, – during this weird time? Yeah, I'm, I don't have COVID now. I, I feel great. Um, I had been through a COVID experience where I had to take 10 days off, and that's mm-hmm. not ideal in the middle of the season. But I think the best thing for us to do is follow the protocols, take them seriously when it's time to take them seriously, love our guys, make sure they're taken care of as they go through this difficult season, and then just make sure the, the strength of our culture and the way we take care of our guys continues as strong when we have to pause as it is when we're playing games. And um, I think that our staff and our leadership has done that as well as anybody in the country. And when you watch our guys play, whether they're coming off a pause or, or they've been practicing every day, I think you see an elite care and effort from them that, um, that's pretty special. It's pretty special what these guys have sacrificed to, to play this year. And uh, we just think that the world of our guys, and we think as we get back into playing here in the next week or so, uh, you're going to see the same response from them. But the number one thing for us is just take care of our guys, and, and I'm doing great right now, so thank you for asking. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that. And for people that don't know, now that Coach Jacobs is doing better and feeling okay, he can 
Uh, of course, guys in contact tracing, since he's had it, he can work those guys out and that kind of thing. So you can try to keep everybody at least in a semblance of uh, getting everything right. And then who knows? It, it'll. Uh, I'm trying to look, Coach, at the silver lining in this. And if, if a lot of guys have had it, maybe uh, it'll allow, as long as they're healthy, everybody to make a, a long, great run here at the end of the season. One other last question I had for you. Um, I was thinking about this. So you had an interesting – had you already come over to Baylor when uh, when Baylor played Gonzaga in the second round of the tournament that uh, a, a couple of years ago? You were already on the Baylor staff? Yeah, that that um, I was here for that tournament you, game. You, you were here. Did you take part in the recruiting of Brandon Clark or uh, Hachimura at, at Gonzaga? Just two guys that are really, really uh, have become, in fact uh, – I, I believe, if, if I have this correct, Brandon Clark was the first Gonzaga product uh, named NBA All-Rookie Team. Yeah, Rui and Brandon were really special kids. Uh, Brandon was recruited after, right after I left because he was a transfer. Uh, I was there when Rui was recruited from Japan. He's a wonderful guy, ended up a lottery pick. Uh, the two last things I did at Gonzaga in the summer uh, before moving to Baylor's, we had Joel Ayayi and Corey Kispert on campus for visits. So two of their starters right now were two of the last recruits uh, that committed as I was still working there. So they'll be the last two to kind of go through uh, since my time, since I've left there. They're both wonderful players. Rui's a wonderful player. I mean, you look at what they've done at Gonzaga and, and what they continue to do, not just in their recruiting, but in their player development. Um all those kids come in pretty special, but they leave uh, both developed and even more special as players and, and people. So, uh, yeah, Rui was pretty great. It was hard to play against so many guys. Josh Perkins was on that team. There's a whole handful of guys that was on that team that I worked with while I was at Gonzaga. That was not my favorite day. I would prefer to not play them if I didn't have to, especially the ones that I was there with. Um, but, yeah, both Rui and Brandon were pretty special that day. Yeah, and uh, we all dream of Baylor and Gonzaga ending up in the uh, national title game. I know you can't let yourself uh, go that far forward. That's for fans and people on the radio to do. But you came within an hour of playing them earlier this season. But for whatever reason, it was not to happen. But, uh, well, we uh, it's fun talking to you, John. I want to do this again. There's so much stuff to, to talk about. By the way, it made me think about it, you talking about uh, Hachimura, uh, Hachimura being from uh, Japan. How many... How many languages do you know parts of from all your international travels? Oh, I would say that I tried to learn two languages, Bulgarian and Macedonian. I did it very poorly. Uh, at one point, my <laughs> wife and I had, I had um, a teacher that would come in in Macedonia and try to teach us that language. But the issue is that four hours a day, because you practice twice a day for two hours uh, overseas, it's a pretty normal day. Um, for four hours, I coached in English, and then we spoke English in the home. So I probably never had any real chance to actually learn a language because if you're not sold out to it, it's really hard to develop. But I've got some broken versions of some language overseas, but I wouldn't say I'm near fluent in any of them, especially right now. But, but we definitely gave it a shot. If I were you, I would claim to know eight languages, okay? That way, I think, <laughs> you think that's I, a cool really... story, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think you should go with that. And did you ever okay. run across Luca or anybody that's like a star in the NBA now? Now, he would have been really young for you to have run across him. I imagine he would have been 11 or 12 years old. Is there anybody like that that you ran across that's like a star in the NBA now? 
No, that's a he was a young guy. I mean, I didn't coach at the Euroleague level, so most of the guys that end up in the NBA make their stops in the Euroleague before they end up yeah. um, end up here. So I would say I was two steps below that and very young. I was in my early 30s and hoping to climb my ladder up the European coaching chain. Um, but like I said, before we got those chances, yeah. uh, my son was diagnosed with autism. We ended up at Baylor. Uh, but God's got a plan, and this is where we're meant to be. And, uh, you know, we really believe in what's going on here, and we're thankful to be here. All right. And uh, it's because of people like John Jacobs that when Baylor goes over to uh, Italy and takes those great trips, uh, John can help uh, interpret and help through all those things, at least get a, get a few more words than the rest of us. John, appreciate you doing this, and uh, glad you're healthy. And cannot wait to see you guys. I guess we're targeting maybe the 20th. We'll just keep our fingers crossed that that happens and uh, get this uh, get this amazing season back on the tracks. Yeah, we appreciate you too. Thank you for all you do for us, and uh, it's great to talk to you. There he goes. John Jacobs, Baylor men's assistant basketball coach. He and Jerome and uh, boy, Coach Brooks, all of them. Uh, Aditya was on the other day with uh, – with John. It's a great staff. It really is. I hate to leave anybody out. There's somebody else I wanted to mention. Anyway, really fun staff. And then former staff members uh, that are part of the fraternity. In fact, one of my fraternity brothers at Baylor is now the head coach at University of North Texas. And they all keep up with Grant and uh, check in on him. And uh, Grant's grinding this thing out, hoping to uh, hoping to get hot in the tournament. I believe they're about 10-6 and six this season after missing a lot of games because of the covid all right, uh, Stephen, that was fun. I'm sorry, I went a little long there just because we started late. But uh, we will uh, take a quick one, take a quick break, and then we've got a lot of things to wrap up, including do the Cowboys have an interest in a certain all-pro cornerback? That is next. In honor of our great American presidents, Cameron Autoplex is celebrating the complete Ram brand lineup. Every new Ram 1500, 2500, and 3500 has been discounted during the President's Day event at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. Celebrate with 9000 off a new 2021 Ram 1500 Lone Star 4x4 and keep the celebration going with 7500 off a new Ram 2500 Turbo Diesel. Nobody does Ram better than Cameron Autoplex, so make that short drive and see why it's always cheaper in Cameron. At Genco, our goal is to build long-lasting relationships while providing complete financial solutions for each step of life's journey. Our members enjoy fewer fees, lower rates on loans of all types, and higher yields on a wide variety of savings options. That's just a small part of the credit union difference. Visit Genco online, on Facebook, or come by one of our five locations today. Apply online for membership. Genco FCU, my money, my future, my credit union. Since 1953, NCUA Equal Housing Lender. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. 
or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Wendy's Baconator is the ultimate bacon cheeseburger that puts all other cheeseburgers to cheeseburger shame. And now we're bringing that same big bacon energy to shake up and wake up your breakfast with the Breakfast Baconator. Stacked with a fresh cracked egg, sausage, cheese, and bacon. And right now, you can get a free breakfast Baconator with purchase in the Wendy's app. So get to Wendy's and always be Baconating. We got you. Offer available at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account registration required. When the idea of divorce becomes a reality, you need someone on your side. If you are a man in this situation, you should consider contacting Cordell & Cordell, who has helped men navigate complex family legal issues for 30 years. Visit us at CordellCordell.com to learn more. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Dallas-Fort Worth area attorneys, a partner men can count on, online at CordellCordell.com. Offices in Dallas, Fort Worth, and St. Louis. Joseph Cordell, Principal Partner. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Houston, Texas have released star defensive end J.J. Watt granting his request. Watt was drafted by the Texans in 2011 with the number 11 pick and became the face of the franchise, winning three NFL Defensive Player of the Year awards from 2012 to 2015. Last night in the Big 12, Kansas beat Iowa State 97-64. Number 7 Lady Bears will host Texas at the Farrell Center on Sunday. Tip is at 4 o'clock. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The start time for Saturday's Mary Harden Baylor men's and women's basketball doubleheader against East Texas Baptist at UMHB have been moved up one hour to help with travel concerns. The women's game is now scheduled to start at noon with the men's game to follow at 2. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Dabra, want to reach out it? I don't know if that's an appropriate song. All right, it is. Uh, it's fine. It's just for the eighties people. people. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would hold things. hold up to the test now. Maybe. <laughs> Some of these songs didn't age very gratefully. If I'll grab you, if you're okay with that, that'd be the kind of thing. <laughs> that's right. Okay, the next line. Want to reach out and grab you. <laughs> if that's fine with you, that's if okay. That, if, if I need permission, yes. Okay, Stephen, that's good stuff, buddy. We uh, we we're proud to have uh, Coach Jake is with us. Uh, we're going to add him to the delegation. Uh, we kind of have a uh, kind of the official coaches of the Matt Mosley Show, um, and uh, with with Stephen Simcox, of course. And I would say uh, Jerome Tang and Scott Drew have been long, long-time members. Coach Jacus, we've added him. Love Coach Brooks. Love what he does. And then Aditya the other day. Aditya. Coach Mohatra. I like, uh, I like, how, uh, I like how John says it. I like how John kind of has that, uh, you know, the voice of the Bears. He has a, a, real, a real way with some of those, uh, 
some of those, uh, uh, you know, a little bit uh, more involved names. But Aditi is a cool dude. I really think that guy is big time. Oh, I'll tell you what I was trying to remember a little bit ago, Stephen. Coach Nunes. That's a guy who, uh, in fact, when Dylan Hunter, uh, when he committed recently, big time guard from, I believe, the Georgia, somewhere in Georgia. But when, when Hunter uh, committed the other day, Boy, he was talking about in his SI. I like this, Stephen. Sports writing has not gone away. He did it via a blog on SI. He wrote a cool little blog entry. He didn't do a video. didn't do anything. He wrote it all out. I mean, hey, that's what we do. I love that. And uh, this young man from Georgia uh, said, hey, it's Coach New. Coach New was my guy and the Baylor family and all that kind of thing. So these guys, and I didn't really get to talk to him about it, Stephen. Coach Jake is is a real big-time analytical dude. I mean, just, like, really good at that area. And he just kind of has that feel about him. If you've been around Coach Jacobs, he's got kind of a – I think, I think boy, Jerome's obviously going to be a head coach if he wants to soon. And then uh, and then I think uh, all those guys on the staff have a shot at it, I think. But, but Jacobs could take a I, – I just could really see him at a program like – let me think. I don't know. Pacific. For some reason, I kind of think up there close to Gonzaga. Like UW. UW's really, boy, earlier this season, they look bad. But I mean, somewhere out in that great northwest area, I could see Jacobs being just a tremendous fit. Or, Stephen, um, just go right up there in one of those Big 12 schools. Like, uh, I mean, I hope. I don't know what Coach Weber's going to do, but that K-State program seems to be in a bad way right now. Uh, Jacus would really be a credit to any program. So great to have him, but uh, love those assistant coaches and uh, always fun to have him on. Steven, did, uh, did you see that thing earlier? We're about to have to say goodbye because it's our one-hour program that we do every day. And I saw, I saw that uh, Calvin Watkins had some kind of tweet said, source says Cowboys have not reached out to Patrick Peterson. Well, what is that about, Stephen? I mean, that just kind of came out of the blue to me. Is there somebody out there saying Patrick Peterson's taking a peek at the Cowboys? Um, yeah, I hadn't heard that. I mean, he, I, he's one of the free agents that I know his name's come up. Um, yeah. But, it, you know, Matt, like every free agent or any available player, it's like, oh, well, the Cowboys would be a nice destination. I know Tank Lawrence, you, you talked about him tweeting J.J. Uh, Watt earlier. He sent that same tweet to Patrick Peterson. Um, but I would think... The, the corner that I would see more likely for Dallas, and I don't know what he'll command on the market, but, you know, Richard Sherman played with, with Dan Quinn for a while, uh, and he'll be on the free agent market this year. I hadn't heard the Patrick Peterson connection. Okay, Patrick, let's take a peek at that. Oh, Stephen, that'll be great. Let's get let's get uh, Sherman in. Let's, get, so, let's bring all those old Legion of Boom guys out of retirement. <laughs> Let's bring all. Let's we'll see if Marshawn back. will come back. Just, I mean, he doesn't play defense, but he'll just kind of be a good Get change Marshawn of pace. Back in here, yeah. bring all those dudes from Atlanta that's that played for him. Let's bring all those guys in. Who was that guy a couple of years ago, Stephen, that made his whole career on that one game against the Cowboys? You remember him, Adrian, Adrian Claiborne? Claiborne? Yeah, I think he's with the Browns now. Bring him back. Bring him in here. It's going to be fun to do all this. We'll continue to look at it. Of course, the big news today: J.J. Watt has said goodbye. J.J. What will continue to say goodbye to him. Stephen, did our text line, the, uh, the uh, oh, man, the CNC collision text line, 
Were our people upset? Where were they on on JJ Watt earlier? We didn't really get to hear from them a lot. Yes, uh, a couple people chimed in. Lewis in Waco said, okay. uh, "I moved here from Houston. I'm a huge JJ Watt guy. He will always be uh, someone I'm rooting for." Um, Greg in Waco said that he's furious that the Texans let him go and he doesn't have any belief in that organization right now. And then there are a couple others who sort of reminisced about great moments. J.J. Watt, very beloved by uh, by Texans fans. I think just NFL fans in general. Steven, real quick trivia for you. Who was the greatest Lewis to ever play in the Waco Independent School District? Lewis Fight? The greatest, what'd you say? Lewis Fight? You got it. You got it, Lewis Fight. Maybe in Lewis Fight Jr., now that I think about it. Lewis Fight. And I feel like we committed to the Bears. I remember at some point back in the day, was that back all the way back to Grant? Or would it have been post-Grant? Could that have been Reedy? Maybe been Reedy. But Lewis Fight committed to the Bears. And for whatever reason, that didn't work out. And Lewis Fight may have gone to Navarro or somewhere like that. I'd have to really look back at that. But Lewis Fight Jr., boy, one of the blasts from the past, Stephen, and one of the great, I mean, obviously, Ladanian Tomlinson. Okay, people are going to be starting to hit me over the head. I get it. I get it. The greatest ever to come out of the Waco Independent School District. Played over at university. Don't forget Walter Abercrombie over at university. And don't forget the great Alfred Anderson. Alfred Anderson over at... Richfield? All right, Stephen, that's all I have. I've just, I've, I've probably said some wrong things, but I think I might be right on that. It is, uh, it is the Mosley and Simcox extravaganza. Stephen, if he's in studio, say hi to J Mo for me. Give him a big hug. It is icy out there, so J Mo may be doing this from the warmth and the comfort of his own home. The voice of the Bears is next, followed by the power hour of stretch, followed by two hours of game time. Old Tommy has you for the rest of the day, starting at 4 o'clock. Everybody have a good one. We'll see you Monday. God willing, the creeks don't rise.